President Trump is set to announce a plan to shrink the boundaries of two national monuments in Utah, Grand Staircase Escalante and Bears Ears National Monument, the latter created by President Obama one year ago this month. Trump's action will mark an important milestone in the story of these two red buttes, which has become an outsized symbol for a slew of Western issues. Inside Energy's Lee Patterson reports. To say the Bears Ears National Monument is controversial is an understatement. There are parts that are are worth preserving. But 1.35 million acres, bigger than the state of Delaware? Are you kidding me? It's one of the biggest land grabs in the history of the United States. And it was That's done former Congressman Jason Chaffetz reacting to the designation last year. For many in Utah, Bears Ears is about federal overreach. For local ranchers who use public lands, it's about their livelihood. For rock climbers and mountain bikers, like the ones featured in this slick video by the outdoor retailer Patagonia. There is not another place like it in the world. It's about preserving access to natural beauty. For some Native American tribes. The landscape itself represents our history. It represents our identity. This is Regina Lopez-Whiteskunk, a member of the Ute Mountain Ute tribe. Native Americans migrated through this area a long time ago, and so there are thousands of archaeological sites, sacred sites, cave dwellings, and rock art. But this national monument isn't just significant because of these features. It's significant because of how the tribes got the designation itself. In the past... The tribes very rarely had any input into what was going to be left to them. After a long history of federal and state governments taking land away from Native Americans, oftentimes through broken treaties. But with Bears Ears, five tribes formed a coalition. We really wanted to be a big player at the table in seeking solutions. And they lobbied the Obama administration directly. President Obama's proclamation establishing the monument is like a love letter to Bears Ears. From earth to sky, the region is unsurpassed in wonders, it reads. Against an absolutely black night sky, Bears Ears has that rare and arresting quality of deafening silence, unquote. Further down in that document, Obama creates a commission to help manage the monument made up of members from each tribe. This is the first ever national monument designation proposed by American Indian tribes. Under the Antiquities Act, says Sarah Krakoff, a professor of American Indian law at the University of Colorado. It's a law that's over 100 years old, and it empowers presidents to create national monuments. The designation of Bears Ears, Krakoff says, is a partial act of paying reparations, a kind of formal compensation for historical wrongs. In the sense that it's not giving them the land back, but it's giving them a management role and the ability to apply their knowledge to govern and protect the landscape. Still, a recent poll found that a slight majority of people in Utah do favor shrinking bear's ears. And Utah's entire congressional delegation is among those strongly rooting for change. It's a feeling about public lands that's been brewing in the West for decades. Inside Energy interviewed Utah Congressman Rob Bishop last year about the Bears Ears National Monument, not long before Trump took office. Every 60 to 70 years, there's a paradigm shift in America on how we look at public lands. It's time for another paradigm shift. He's chairman of the powerful House Committee on Natural Resources, and he has a big stake in this debate because nearly two-thirds of Utah is federal land. 
Bishop is among a group of Republicans in Congress pushing for a major reform of the Antiquities Act, putting limits on the size of new monuments and requiring state approval. For Inside Energy, I'm Lee Patterson.